Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rohn and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck. Yeah, and Lisa, we have been working systematically through our um, our our plan, our clear path for everybody that they can hit the ground running in 2019. Now, whether our listeners know that we have been methodically moving through this or not, it should be building to how to create a simple, practical, and actionable plan for your team. And now we're talking about first things. We've used a lot of thing things, haven't we? We do use the word thing a lot. Well, things Main descriptive, thing, right? First thing, one thing. But after this, it's this is our thing. last thing. I think it's our last thing. It's it's our thing. I don't know. Anyway, so first thing, and, and, and to give a little context around first thing, and I just used air quotes there. First thing is until once you have your twelve month objective, right? Once you say, all right, team. Here's where we're going over the next 12 months, right? And, and right now, you should be thinking about that so that you can start rolling into it right away in 2019. So we call that your main thing. That's your big main thing, big domino, whatever you want to call it, right? Next is your goals. And we call those goals the one thing, which means what's the one thing that you need to knock down and accomplish in the first 90 days, and we do that in 90-day chunks. So you take your main thing, and then your first one thing in 90 days, and now you got your one, I mean, your first thing, right? Your first thing, which is your projects. How are we going to break this thing down? We're talking about projects, and it reminds me of that Abbott and Costello skit. Oh, the who's on first, what's on second? We have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Now, Abby, you want to be the manager of the baseball team? Yes. You know the guy's name? Well, I should. Well, you tell me the guy's name's on the baseball team. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Yes, because when we start talking about things that need to get done, there I go again with things, when we start talking about that, it's often, you know, who's got... It's not just like throw everything out there and pick up some pieces and start running. There's literally a first thing. Something has to happen first. Yeah. Who's on first? Who's on first? Who's right? on first? What's your Which, favorite part about that skit? I like the ending where he accidentally gets it correct. Costello accidentally yes. gets it correct. And Abbott is shocked and looks at him and asks him another question. And he says, I don't know. And that's like the name of the shortstop. And yeah. So it's still correct anyway I like that did you know that that's that the first time they ever did that on radio was like in 1938 but that before then those types of skits specifically that skit was used in um, burlesque shows um, those comedic sketches Ah. as plays on words and double entendres and things like that isn't that cool yes a little bit of geeky history there 
Yes, and Three's Company and Friends and Seinfeld and every everybody ever since and any co- comedic show has been a play on words. Not as not as good as the original, I think. It's probably not the original, but Who's on First is just brilliant. And for us, and specifically this podcast, first thing, Who's on First, who's figuring on first? out the first thing, it's kind of important. And there's always a first. There's always a first thing, right? Yes, always a first thing. But it's when you ask your team, like, what is the first thing? Everything has a first thing. But then, as you say, there are nuances within that first Mm. thing. Because a lot of times when you ask them that question, they think of a big thing. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Lisa, what's, what's the first thing we need to get done? And they name the first big thing, not the first thing. And so later on, we're going to have a tip, a pro tip to actually help you get to the really first thing, um, because you need to know that often the first thing that they say is the first thing is not the first thing. It's definitively not not the the first first thing, thing. because they're thinking of a big thing before they really go back and think of a first thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have a story. I do. That goes along with this, right? I I do. So... um, Here's an example of sort of a team diving into a first thing that's really not a first thing. And so J.P. Morgan Chase, this is one of the large social media debacles uh, that has ever occurred, but they were increasing their social media presence and they were actively engaged on Twitter and they created this idea that people could have a conversation on Twitter and ask J.P. Morgan Chase questions. Not a bad thought. No, it's not a bad thought. However, that really shouldn't have been the first thing that they did. They probably should have maybe had a plan and thought through what could happen because when they launched the Ask J.P. Morgan Chase during the financial crisis, people were asking them all sorts of questions that J.P. Morgan did not really want want. to be asked. Like, hey, why are you too big to fail? Or, Mm. hey, how much money have you taken out of my pocket and given to your senior executives? Okay, So so specific to that example... What we would recommend is that don't run off and chase a project like, hey, we have to be on Twitter and someone say, hey, I think this question thing would be a good idea. Don't do that. (laughs) But what you would do is say, okay, our 12-month objective, our main thing as it relates to communicating to our target audience on social media channels, of which one... Would of be which one is right? Twitter. So your main thing, then you break that down and you're fi- as you flow through that, that Twitter project all of, all of a sudden falls in line with the context of where you're going. So much more logical. But how often do we jump into a project and make it our first thing when it's not tied to a, a 90-day goal or a 12-month objective? Well, because if you start at the project level, I don't, how do you know what the first thing is? You know? Well, you don't because depending on who in your organization you're talking to, their perspective on what should be first is very, very different, right? Completely different. So, as the leader of the organization, you're the guide. You should have this in the next 12 months. 
we need to take the organization here. As you break that down into your organization and push it into the organization, that's when all of the key stakeholders that you're talking to, they're at the table and they're saying, okay, where's my part? They cannot ignore the overall 12-month objective. Everybody plays a part. It just depends on where they fit in. And they may not fit in in the beginning, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't be part of the conversation in the beginning. Correct? Oh, agreed. Because they there are times, if you break that down, that... I'll give you an example. So Seth Godin um, was talking on his podcast, Akimbo, specifically the episode called Thrash. So y'all should go listen to it. It totally sort of describes this. But he was talking about developing a software project, and they sort of didn't have everybody in the room necessarily at the beginning when they laid that out, and they get about halfway through, and all of a sudden the CEO comes in and, and says, hey, why don't we do this? which then sets the project back because they're like, well, okay, but if we'd known that at the beginning, you, we could have Well, you do realize right in. now you're getting a lot of nodding heads. Yeah. Because they've either so. done it yes. or experienced it. Sorry to interject. No, it's no, quite all right. And, and my favorite is, and he said, and then, you know, marketing comes in and says, oh, wait, that blue color's not correct. And it's not brand standards. And so they have to go back and redo all of this imagery and and colors and things of that nature. Whereas if you just had everybody in the room to begin with and sort of laid out, hey, this is what we're doing. What questions, what things should we be aware of? When do you need to be involved in this project? Right. It would have flown much. Yeah. So when, you know, let's put this in the context of uh, our target audience, because for big organizations, they have, they're known for silos and known for pet projects. As a smaller organization, you don't, you can't afford to have that. You can't afford to have people operating not under, not on the same plan. You can't afford to have people starting something that then later down the road, three months down the road, gets completely derailed because other people should have been involved. You can't afford to do that. But people do it every single day. And the reason they do that is because they don't start out with a simple, practical, and actionable plan for their team to follow. And literally on one page, you can have this. And what it forces people to do is to sit down and say, okay, what's my part and how do we get started? And what's first? And do you think, because as you were saying that in my head, I was sort of thinking about some of the organizations that we work with. And do you think that sometimes that leaders or people in charge of projects, because the organization is so small, think that they have already thought through everything? Because, you know, everybody is so close and it's a smaller team and you kind of know what everybody does and what they're responsible for. And so you just kind of think through in your head, oh, yeah, they don't need to be included until we get to here. Well, yes, we, we the answer is yes. I have, we have an upcoming podcast called expectations in which we'll go deep into that. But as it relates to first things, I think as a leader, as the, as the owner of an organization, as the CEO, as the president, whatever you call your, whatever your title is, oftentimes as you lay out the big picture and you're not involved in the details, you, you don't guide people through 
what should be first. And so people start with what they think should be first and it's off. And if you're not, if you just lay out a big picture and then follow up in six months when it's derailed, you, you will have never known where you went wrong. Where you went wrong was the day that you said, here's the plan, and the day you walked out the door. <laughs> I mean, literally. That's true. Literally, 30 seconds after you left, it started falling apart. You didn't feel it until down the road. And then you're scratching your head and you're thinking, do I have the wrong team? No. You know, are, are we just not that good? No. Should we have focused on something else? No. Not necessarily, but what your team did, that what they did need is a little bit of guidance to help them think through, okay, this is 12 months is a long time. This is a pretty big initiative, and it's going to take a lot of people in our organization. How do we collectively do this, and who's going to take the ball first? Yes, and... Do you think that part of leading your team in that direction, I know in the past we've talked about critical thinking and asking them questions and things of that nature, but is there a way to sort of lay things out in terms of questions? Like when you ask them what is the first thing, and I'm sort of moving into takeaways, but are there particular questions or ways to get them to drive that point home, to get them to think through what is the first thing and is it really? Because if you ask somebody, hey, what is, if you ask marketing what's the first thing, they're going to say, oh, well, we got to get colors, what? we got to get brand standards. If you ask IT what the first thing is, they're going to be like, are you kidding? We've got to figure out what program and the base. And yeah, I think you're really touching on something that, um, you know, as, as, a, as a leader of an organization, you have to be very careful of, of how your question's heard. And what I mean by that is when you start to question the first thing, somebody could hear, are, are you saying I haven't done other things that I should have been doing? No. But I think they hear that at times, don't you? Even when you're, when you're reiterating, that's not... I'm just trying to understand. Just trying to understand what we have to get done. I'm not saying you, you you should have done something different. I'm not saying you didn't do your job. I'm not saying that you should have thought of anything that we're talking before we're this conversation right now. <laughs> I'm not saying any of that. What I am desperately seeking is what do we need to do first? And as the leader, as your guide, my job is to help you think through that. So that's that's all we're doing here that's that is it and one way to do that is what's the first thing you think well, we should focus on and they'll say well it should be this and what you'll get is probably the first big thing which we talked about and then just in a subtle sort of way say okay well in order for that to start what do you think has to happen so question their first response yeah but that subtle what do you think has to happen they'll state something which is really the first thing. And then you'll say, well, does that need to be the first thing? Oh, well, and you, and you really, what you're saying is, I, I really need to know the first thing. Not the first big thing, not the first thing that you think. What is? What are we looking at here, and what, what does this entail? Because I need to know, we, we've got to set some timelines. We've got to figure out uh, how this impacts Sally down the road, who's going to have to pick up some of this. 
I have to figure out if you're going to need help, what resources you're going to need, when you're going to need them. We can't do that unless we have the uh, true understanding of what's first. And then, so what is the first thing? And then question their first response to make sure or to... In a very subtle way. In a very subtle (laughs) way to support that. And then test those assumptions. Yes, because... What we know right now, I mean, you, we all have to make decisions based on assumptions. And what we know is that what we knew when we made a decision and when we get new information, it's always changing. So test the assumptions the best you can, but know that you've got to make a decision to move on. Just make sure that you're comfortable with all the assumptions that are getting made. And then you can say, all right. That sounds like the first thing to me. How do we get started? Yeah, and then ask, what will you rely on or what do you need, right? Yes. Once you've established that first thing. Yes, and we're about to launch into an entire series of resources, which is what will you need to be successful? And when we talk about to be successful, it goes all the way back to the main thing because it's one big domino that we have to knock down. It's our main thing. It's our 12-month objective. All of these things tie back to the resources. So it goes back to the, um, you know, uh, I didn't get it done, but look how much money I saved you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, which is not what a a business owner doesn't necessarily, I mean, let, let's, let's tell me what you need to get it done in the time frame. Um, And we've talked about that before, which is, you know, saving time and saving money at what cost? Let the business owner make that decision because ultimately um, they want to be responsible for that budget. So, yeah. And then, so once you've established resources on the first thing and you've tested, like, we're sure that this is the first thing, I think also sort of organizing who or what will be waiting for you to finish, put some perspective oh, on, yeah. are you sure we have the correct first thing first? Yeah, so if you are you are looking to me to complete something, you're going to be involved in that because you have to pace your team. You have to pace your department. You have to pace whatever resources you need because because uh, you've got to know when, you're, when your piece starts, so... I love um, Seth Godin in the same podcast that we talked about. One of the ways he did that was he gave people either a green button or a red button. And the green buttons were the people that were in the thick of it, getting something done. And the red button's job was to support the green button in any way that green button needed supported because the whole goal was to get that green button to become a red button because they then could pass on the green button to somebody else. That is brilliant. And in small organizations, it's a team effort. It's a family environment. We've got to get this done together. So that's a good one. That's a good one. First things first. So if you need uh, continued confidence and encouragement in your business, keep listening. If you want all of that to happen faster, go to cypressresources.com. We've got a little button conveniently named Get Started. Fill out some information, and we will set up a time to chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.